Jesus is saying that we have to get to this point the point where you are in the Father and the Father is in you the evidence that you are in the Father and the Father is in you is that you do not allow his work to suffer Jesus said even if you don't believe me that the Father is in me and I am Father because that is actually something spiritual you may not see that with your eyes even if you don't believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me you should be able to believe for the work's sake that is to say the way you see me work for God should be able to make you see that I'm in God and God is in me the way you see me so devoted to the things of God should make you know that I'm in him he is in me the way you see me too concerned about the things of God is saying for the work's sake because of how much I'm devoted for the things of God it should be a good sign anyone who believes in me will do the same work I have done spirit of untimely death is arrested both in your life and in your parents life it is arrested both in your life and in your brother's lives it's arrested John 14 from verse 11 to 15 take your seat everybody I'll be talking to you on greater works part 2 Tell somebody Happy New Year again. In case that's the first time you're seeing the person, just tell the person Happy New Year. Turn and be lively. Turn and talk to somebody. Tell the person Happy New Year. I'm happy to see you. Tell the person, describe how beautiful the person is to the person. Describe it. Describe how beautiful the person is to the person. Amen. As you're going to do greater works for God this year, this is what I heard God say. God said, I should tell you, he will be doing greater works for you too. Greater works. Okay, John chapter 14, verse 11. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me. This is Jesus talking and Jesus is compelling the disciples to believe that he is in the father tell somebody i am in the father and the father is in me or else jesus is telling them he's giving them options he said or else believe me for every work's sake that is if you do not believe that i am in my father and believe that the father is in me at least one of the things that should make you understand is that I'm doing the work. So doing the work is one of the signs that the Father is in you and you are in the Father. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. And uh, Jesus is asking them, if you have difficulties in doing that, 
then believe me for the very work's sake. Give me an Let's see. Believe me for the very work's sake. Just believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. Or at least believe because of the work you have seen me do. When God is in heaven, he is called Jehovah. When he is on earth, he is Jesus. When he is in me, he is called the Holy Spirit. When he was in heaven, he was called Jehovah. When he came with us, he came down to the world to be with us. He became Emmanuel. Emmanuel means God with us. That was not his name, but that was a description of what it means. God with us. So God with us, the name had to change. It now becomes Jesus. But now when it is God in us, Christ in you, the hope of glory, it now becomes the Holy Spirit. So now if you have the Holy Spirit inside of you, it is still the Father that is inside of you. Oh, am I talking to somebody? It's still the Father that is what? Inside of you. So he says, just believe that I am in the Father. And the Father in me. There are things you know from the day you know it. You don't have problems again. Like witches and don't praise again. Like knowing that the Father is in you. The Father is in you. So when you're lying down, you're carrying the Father in you. Look at the descriptions of Jesus in Isaiah. The description of Jesus is that unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, My God, Everlasting Father. So Jesus is still the Father. He said his name shall be called Everlasting Father. Everlasting Father is the greatest title of fatherhood. The greatest father of all time is called Everlasting Father. So that title wouldn't have been given to somebody else who is just a son. Am I talking to somebody? So God had to display himself in the father, display himself in the son, and display himself. Do you know if Paul didn't say Christ in us, the hope of glory, nobody would have believed that the Holy Spirit that is inside of us is Christ. Nobody would have believed that the Holy Spirit that is inside of us is Christ. He said Christ in us. The hope of glory. But the last time the people saw Jesus, they saw him went up to heaven. And he told them, I'm going to come back again. So when he came back, he dropped the form of flesh and came back in a spirit form and got into us. And it's called the Holy Spirit. And he dwells inside of us. Now, the Bible keeps talking about the Father. And whenever the Bible is talking about the Father, which is God, he tells us that the Father is holy. And he keeps telling us also about the Father. When he's talking about the Father, he said that the Father is a spirit. That is God is spirit. That we cannot see God and no one sees God at any time. That God is spirit. So when you put the two together, you see that if the Father is spirit and the Father is holy, then who is the Holy Spirit? That's a very simple question. Now, Holy Spirit is just a spirit that is holy. He's not really... It's not a wind. It's not doof. <laughs> it's just a spirit of ye that is holy. Oh, am I talking to somebody here? So when God wants you to do something great for him, he sends the spirit, the portion of himself. You know, you are too small to carry all of God. 
But you are not too small to carry the fullness of God. Yeah. Let me explain what it means. Your bucket in the house is too small to carry all the water in uh, Atlantic Ocean. But the bucket is not too small to carry the fullness of the water. That the fullness of the water is all the components of the water is there. That is, if you check the alkaline level, check the salt level, check this one, they are the same. Do you get what I'm saying? When they do empirical analysis, you know what is called empirical analysis? Empirical analysis are just collections of data. That is, if I want to know what soil texture does Aquaibum State have, I go to Awa, pick the soil. I go to Ikorobasi, pick the soil. I go to this thing, pick the soil. And I now collect the data. And I now check the components of that soil. Do you understand? I don't need to go into the tar land of Awa and tell everybody that is in Awa to leave Awa for me to taste the soil structure. I just need to pick a little sample of it. Now, the little sample of it that I carry in my hand gives me the components of the fullness of the very thing. Am I talking to somebody? Now, the fullness of God, when the Bible said that Jesus is the fullness of God bodily, it means that every component of God, every element, let me use your scientific languages, every element of God is found in Christ. But just that, it is not as large as an entire, do you understand, as an entire, what just that is, like, I can tell you that I can carry something in the back. And you say, what's that? I said, I have brought the soil sample of the whole of Aquaibum State inside my back. Soil sample of the entire Aquaibum State inside my back. Soil sample of Aquaibum State. Now, Aquaibum State, where you carry for hand? <laughs> so, it's just a sample. Am I talking to somebody? Now, that's what happens when God wants you to do a greater work for him. What it does is that he gives you the Holy Spirit. He gives you the Holy Spirit. A spirit that carries the position of the entire him. It gives you that power. And the moment you receive it, you now have the authority and the power to do greater works for him. When you have the fullness of God inside you, what cannot happen to God cannot happen to you. Do you understand what I'm saying? That is, it's like analyzing on a soil structure and said, well, onions cannot grow on this soil structure. Because of what? They now mention the elements, whatever, whatever, substances and all of that, that are in that soil that cannot allow onions to grow there. Do you get what I'm saying? Uh -huh. So it's very, very important. So when I check onions cannot grow here, if I brought uh, one of the most, uh, let me even tell you something for free. One of the most beautiful land we have, the loamy soil we have, the most wonderful soil we have in the whole of Aquaibum State is Atawa. One of the most wonderful is Atawa. So now, when that land is, imagine somebody brings the land and is checked. It's Una actually. Una has one of the most wonderful things, but specifically that of the Awa. When you check the land and you say, you say something like, well, so-so thing cannot be planted here. Onions cannot grow here. It's good for so-so, but onions cannot grow here, or whatever thing cannot grow here, or whatever thing cannot grow here. After the analysis, if it is true, if your analysis are true, then it is also true that it cannot grow in that hour. So now the hour is the, the bigger one. That is, he can call himself the father. And the small one that you have for the sampling can call itself the son. Do you understand what I'm saying? It is not different from this one. It is just that 
it is reduced, it's on a reduced size. When you have received the Holy Spirit inside of you, you have now become a God on a reduced size. Now, the God on a reduced size is not that it is inferior. When I say God on a reduced size, I'm not saying like this thing, I want to reduce it, and I cut it like this. You understand? If I cut it like this, this side will be useless, this side will be useless. That's not what I mean by a reduced size. A reduced size is that I snap something and I reduce the, this thing. When you are snapped, how many of you have pictures in your houses? When you are snapped, you see that the picture that you have in your house is either smaller than you. But it's still you. You get it? Have you had a full picture of yourself in your phone? A whole you, the phone is in your hands. And you have a full of your picture from head to toe in your hands. Am I talking to somebody? Does it make you two? It doesn't make you two. It just makes you one. But that's why Jesus was talking to him. Jesus was trying to tell In the earlier part of this verse, some people came and met him, show us the Father. And he said, no, 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 no. If you have met me, you have met the Father. To have met me, to have seen me is to have seen the Father. And he says, I and my Father, we are one. To see me, if you see me, you've seen the Father. And he moved down to describe more. And this is what he's saying. Just believe that I am in the Father. And the Father is in me. Or if you cannot do that, then believe because of the work sake. And that is where I want to really talk about the work sake. That is to say, when I have been able to, because I gave you time to do your prayers and fasting this year, and what God was intending to do with that was that as you fellowship with God, you will be in God and God will be in you. And the sign that you are in God and God is in you is that you start doing the works of God. The moment somebody receives witchcraft spirits, if they make you a witch, the first thing you start doing is that you start doing the work of witchcraft. The spirit comes into you and you start doing the work witches and wizards do. If they fly, you fly. If they turn into ants, you turn into ants. If they use cockroach in traveling, you become cockroach. If they fly, you fly. If they use a granite spear to travel as their plane, you use it. Now, the thing is that what we call the Holy Spirit is God initiating you. It's a heavenly initiation. When we say somebody has entered witchcraft, what happens is that he eats witchcraft and he enters into witchcraft. That is, the witchcraft is in him and he is in the witchcraft. So Jesus says, I am in the Father and the Father is in me. Just like people are in the witchcraft coven and the witches is in them. Now, your initiation is in and out. You are in the Father and the Father is in you. It is a great mixture. It's like, you are mixed up with the Father. That's what fellowship does. Fellowship is tearing up. When we come to the church, it's not that you don't have God before you come to the church. But when you come to the church, what happens is that you stay up God. You know, if you put uh, sugar, have you put sugar in water before and left it for some time and all the sugar goes down? That's why they say they should shake drugs before they use it. All the sugar goes down and the water stays up. Have you seen something like that before? Now, when you shake it, what happens? It now is found in every place. What fellowship does, what prayer and fasting does, what it does is that 
it moves God from a very small place where he is to become everywhere in you. There are people that until they pray too much, they can't speak in tongues because the depth of which where God is inside, it is very, very deep. But staring up of the spirit is shaking the thing that when you shake it, even when you test the very first drop, you understand that it's a sugary. Am I talking to somebody? So when you shake, staring up of the spirit, I want you to pay attention to me. Staring up of the spirit makes even the words you say, spirits. It makes things, everything you say to become God. Everything you say. Everything that you do. Your hands carries God. Your leg carry God. Your eyes carry God. Everything. That's why sometimes when you have a gift of healing, you don't even need to pray for too long for God to. You just, you're healed. And you leave. And the person thought, many times when I lay hands on people and say, you're healed. And I leave. They are still closing their eyes for the next five minutes or two. They feel the anointing is so much deeper that I have to now pour all the water before we now get to the drugs inside. No, 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 no. When we have shaken it always, it is there at every drop. Am I talking to somebody? So now, Jesus is saying that we have to get to this point. This is the point I wanted to get to this year. The point where you are in the Father and the Father is in you. It's a great point that you must get into this year. Do you understand what I'm saying? Two, the evidence that you are in the Father and the Father is in you is that you do not allow his work to suffer. You cannot have the Father and the Father is in you and you don't do the work. It's like you are in witchcraft coven and they are also in you and you don't fly. No, 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 no. When you find yourself doing the work of God, it's a sign that you are in God and God is also in you. If you feel that you have God, that's why I don't believe all speaking in tongues. If you say that you are in God, you've had the Holy Spirit, you are stayed up, and you are not doing the work of God, then it's a sign that you don't have, have it. As in, you are not bothered about the things of God. You are not in the church. You are not even in any units. As in, service time has started, you are not there. You are not concerned about what is going on in the church. You are not even concerned about where can I walk in the house of God. When you get into that point, it is a sign that the Father is not in you and you are not in the Father. Because if the Father is in you and you are in the Father, huh, you will do the work. Jesus was talking to them. I want you to pay attention to this. Jesus said, even if you don't believe me that the Father is in me and you are, and I am Father, because that is actually something spiritual. You may not see that with your eyes. Even if you don't believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, you should be able to believe for the work's sake. That is to say, the way you see me work for God should be able to make you see that I'm in God and God is in me. The way you see me so devoted to the things of God should make you know that I'm in him, he is in me. The way you see me so concerned about the things of God is saying, for the work's sake, because of how much I'm devoted for the things of God, it should be a good sign. A pastor met me someday and told me that so so person is a witch or wizard or whatever. And I said, um, how is her work for God? I don't mean being busy in church. I mean, how is her zeal for the things of God? How does she feel when the things of God are going down? As in when you give out things, people to rule or people to lead, 
do the people increase in number or do they vanish? So I now told the man very, very quickly. If her work for God is progressive, I don't mean her being busy, 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 busy. I mean her work for God, she was gathering six people. All of a sudden, they are becoming 12. The people are filled with the Holy Spirit. Then it's not, she's not. Because one of the signs that the Father is in you and you are in the Father is the work's sake, for the work's sake. He said, Jesus said, even if you don't want to believe me, for the work's sake, for the things you find me do. It is not easy for somebody to work for God. Am I talking to somebody? Hello, am I talking to somebody? Working for God is not an easy thing. When you find somebody working for God, it means that God has stepped in into his passion. God had jumped in into his passion. He has jumped in into his likes. God has entered into his likes and dislikes. Jesus said, ah, you know, I wouldn't be able to do this by myself. It is that I have a compelling power of the Holy Spirit to do the things I'm doing. Am I talking to somebody? Receive the compelling power of the Holy Spirit. Receive the compelling power of the Holy Spirit. Even if you don't want to believe me, believe me for my work's sake. Look at how I'm working for the Lord. Nobody who is an agent of darkness will go to the junction and stand at the junction and be preaching salvation. You can't do that. So for the work's sake, it is a sign. So now, when you find yourself as a child of God, and you are not involved, you don't love the things of God, you are not involved in what is happening in the church, you are not even in any ch units in church. It's a sign that maybe you are in God, but he's not in you. So many people feel, ah, me, I don't really like walking in church, I don't really like stressing myself, I don't really, you see me, I don't, you see that church, I'm just hiding, I'm just hiding myself, you see that place, I'm just hiding, no, 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 no. The moment God is walking in you, and you are in him, you don't do that. Am I talking to somebody? I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done. Will do the same work I have done. So now, the same passion Jesus has is the same passion he transfers to his children. The same passion, the same love, the same concern Jesus has for the work is the same concern he gives to his children. When you call yourself a child of God, when you have received the Holy Spirit, you will start receiving the push to work for God. A push to work for God. A push to be devoted. How many of you have worked for God so much, even when you have exams tomorrow, but today you are here working for God? How many of you have done that before? Have you been given permission before to go and read, and you can't go and read because the work of God is suffering? My pastor has told me before, go and read. I'm prepared for your exams. And when I went to go and read, all that is in my mind is who is taking care of the work. The work, okay. Is the, it's a sign that... So Jesus is saying that this thing is a spiritual thing. If the Father was in me and I was in the Father and you find me work for God like that, anybody who believes in me will do the same work. Do you get what I'm saying? The person will do the same work. He'll be so concerned about... It is very easy to know whether you have the Holy Spirit. Or if the Holy Spirit that you have is authentic. It is on your passion for God's work. Your passion. Lay hands on your brother's shoulder. Brother or sister, receive the passion for God's work this year. Check the person who needs this prayer more. And shake the person and say, receive the passion for God's work. Tell the person, receive the passion for God's work. Tell the person, receive the passion for God's work.
the person receive the passion for God's work. When witchcraft spirit is in you and you are in witchcraft, you do the work of the witches. You understand? You do their work. Their work is to kill. So it doesn't matter whether the person is your father or your mother, you do the work of witchcraft. You, you, you don't do your work. Your work is to love your father and to preserve your mother and to provide for them. That's your work. Am I talking to somebody? But their work is to kill your father and kill your mother. So you don't do your work, you do their work. That's why you don't need to pray for witches and wizards to die. Because it's not them. They are controlled by a supernatural force that they cannot resist. They cannot, even if you were the witch, you will behave exactly like a witch. So if you find yourself anywhere you find yourself, meet me, I'll pray for you. I'll just pray for you and disconnect you. To preach to somebody to give his life to Christ is more difficult than removing somebody from witchcraft covenant. I'm telling you the truth. I can do that with my eyes open. You feel uh, your wings. Said yes, I have two wings. I'm going to cut them now. You fly. Said yes, you have wings. Said yes. Even like this, do you feel the wings? Said yes. He said, I'm going to, I'm going to pray for you now. After that, check the wings. They will not be there again. To disconnect somebody from marine husband. It's more simple to me than to walk from here. You see, I've been walking from here to here for a long time. So you may think that that one is too simple for me. This one, I'm using my strength. That one, I'm using God's strength. Do you understand what I'm saying? This one, I'm using my strength. It's consuming my carbohydrate, consuming my sugar. The other one, I'm using God's strength. It, cons- it doesn't take anything from me. It only took what it took. Was believing in Christ. That was the only thing it took. And he didn't take it today. He had taken it since. Now, Jesus said, let me tell you the truth. You don't know the truth. Can I tell you the truth? Anybody that believes in me, the same way I walk, he's the same way the person is going to walk. Let me tell you the truth. Let me tell you the truth. Don't look on people's suits. The way ah, this guy is filled with the Holy Spirit because he's wearing suits and the suit is touched and he's saying, praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. I give God the glory. Let me tell you the truth. It is not on when people have my hairstyle, my haircuts. He said, wow, the spirit of his father. No, it's the haircut of his father is upon him. Am I talking to somebody? It's not on when somebody starts speaking funny like me that he has gotten the spirit. No, no, no. It's not. Somebody was telling me that all my people, all in refinery city speaks well. I'm so excited to hear that. There are things people say, and I look for clothes to find myself to just. I said, "Wow, what a word!" I was, I was, I was so excited. He said, "Oh, people in your church, they speak so well. People in your church, they speak so well." Have you seen that? Ever since you joined Refinery City, something has happened to your English. Have you noticed that something has happened to your English? Your English has changed. All the young shun is not there anymore. So you see. Jesus said, let me tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do the same work I have done. He'll do the same work I have done. Anybody? What was the work Jesus did? Preaching the gospel. Healing the sick. Raising the dead. Feeding the poor. He will do the same work I have done. Anybody who believes in me. So if you find yourself, if you say you have believed in Jesus and you don't do the works of Jesus, then we have to investigate your we have to investigate your belief. Do you understand? If you say you love Jesus and you have believed in Jesus and you don't want to do the work of Jesus 
ordinary joining pastors, you cannot do the work of Jesus. We have to investigate your belief. Maybe it is Jesus Navas that you believe in. Or Gabriel Jesus. Wow. I'm talking to somebody. And Jesus says, and when he now starts doing, I will strike a very important point because I'm closing here now. And when he started doing the same work I have done, I'm going to now give him the anointing to do greater works. Do you know why God said that we should do greater works? He had three and a half years to work. And you have more years to work. So he said, we'll do greater work. So he said, done. He will do the same work I have done. And even greater works because I am going to be with the Father. What he's saying is that as I am returning to the Father, which is the very bigger size of me, as I'm going back to my bigger size, I'm releasing my spirit. When Jesus goes up there, he now releases his spirit and his spirit comes into us to energize us to do exactly what Jesus would have done. And with the more time we have, we can do more and more and more work for him. The sign that you have received Jesus into your life is that you do more work for him. And I'm going to give you just one benefit of doing more work. One benefit of doing greater work for Jesus. What I mean by a greater work is that I know you have worked for God already. I know you have labored to be in the house of God. I know you are working in your units already. I know you are laboring in the house of the Lord. But can you step up a little your work? Can you step your work a little bit more than that? What God is requiring from you this year is that whatever thing that you did for him last year, double it this year. However you saved God last year, find a way and double it this year. Do something for God this year that you've never done last year. And that is what we call greater works. Verse 13, which is my powerful verse. Wow. When you do greater works, you can ask for anything in my name and I will do it. When you have done greater works for me, ask me for anything in my name. I say, there are people that praise. Maybe one of these days, maybe, maybe anytime, I'll be talking about conditions for asking. Things that you ask from God to receive from God, you have conditions for asking. Don't come and ask me, where was God? I prayed for him. In my year one, I prayed that God should answer the prayer. He did not answer. Where was God? Charlie? Did you ask yourself whether you have the qualification to even ask in the first place? It's not everybody that have the license to ask. Tell somebody, do you have the license to ask? You cannot go to Eco Bank if you don't have an account and ask Eco Bank to give you money. Am I talking to somebody? You don't have any accounts in Eco Bank. You now go to Eco Bank. I came to get some money. The person said, okay, no problem. No problem. Just move to the counter, write your account number, and so. I said, I don't have an account number. How? They will start suspecting you as a thief immediately. Security. Hello, security, please come. Send two of you. Send two of the security. We have found a, a thief who wants to rip from where he didn't so. So the condition for asking first in the bank is that you have the accounts in that bank. That's condition number one. Condition number two, you have money in the accounts. That's number two. Do you get? Because you can have an account and no money in the accounts. What I mean is that you can have Jesus as your Lord and Savior, but you didn't do greater works. So you don't, have, you don't have license to ask. Jesus says, after you have done that, you can ask for anything in my name. Ask God, I need a husband. I need a husband. I need a husband. Anything. Husband is included. Lord, I need a wife. I need a wife. Lord, I need money. 
you have done greater works for God. Am I talking to somebody? And God says, I will do it so that the Son can bring glory to the Father. I'll do it. The reason God is going to do the thing you ask him is that whatever thing he does to you, it will not stop you from doing the greater work. So now, if he does it for you, the thing he has done for you will give you more boldness to do the greater work. And that is when the glory goes back to the Father. Am I talking to somebody? There are times that you have to work for God so much. So God is scared of giving you money because the money can become something that makes you not to work for him again. And if he gives you money and the money becomes something that makes you not to work for him again, it means that he doesn't know his job. Do you understand? He asked people that are working for his father. And the people came... Uh, maybe January 15, and said, uh, you know, the month is still, 15 days is still left. But you see, I have spent all my Christmas money. I don't even have any money to survive. Just give me the salary of the entire January. You understand? The salary of the entire January. And uh, you see, we are still your staff. We will continue working after January has finished. Uh, don't worry about our salary. And he now carried the salary of the entire January and gave to the people. And they collected the salary and don't come to work again other days. So will he be a good, a good manager of his father's? He said, no, no, no. So sometimes one of the things to get better work from God or to get anything you ask from God is on you doing greater job, greater work for God, greater dedication, greater commitment. And God says, when you do that, I will do it. Anything you ask in my name, I will do it so that the son can bring glory to the father. Give me verse 14. And he's repeating again. He says, yes, ask for anything in my name. I will do it. Ask for anything. You see, you have many things to ask God to do. You have even wrote five. God says, for me to do that thing you want me to do for you, greater works shall you do. The Bible is saying that greater works shall we do. And when you do greater works, Anything you ask of the Father in his name, he'll do for you. Wow. Which means anything you achieved last year was last year blessing. If you do better work for God this year, ask for another thing, he'll give it to you. Greater works. Greater works. You did not even do greater works last year and they say you are putting church in your head. Now I don't know what they're going to say this time around. Greater works greater works. So this is what it looks like. When you see greater things you want to achieve. Oh, I love my grandmother. You will mention the things you want. They said, wow. You mention the things you want. You can list them. They said, wow. And my grandmother had a lot of cannel, palm cannel. They will give you and said, all the palm cannel that you are breaking, she does not need the money. Just finish breaking it. When you are done with your Christmas holiday, they will carry the palm kernel, go to the market, sell it, use the money to buy anything you want. So if you want big blessings, greater works. <laughs> Duh. Am I talking to somebody? Yeah. My grandmother used to tell me, I'm retired. She was a teacher. I'm retired. I don't receive money again. All the money you need is in my kitchen. Just go and pack them. Keep them here. Break them. He said, I won't use any of the money for myself. I'll just use your money. And when they do, they weigh it. They just sell it. My sister was diligent. Football did not help us. 
we always run out to go and play football. When we came out, and she was giving us our measurements and telling us the money. So you could even measure the money that you are making. I told her the shoes I wanted. There was a shoe I wanted. The shoe lights will be shining around the shoe. So I told her, this is the shoe I want this year. She said, it's very simple. How much is it? I told her the price. She said, it's very simple. All the money you need is in my... <laughs> is in my... When, you, when you break it, break it, break it, and you now see your hand, your hand is peeling, and you remember the shoe. He said, no, 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 no. No weapon formed against my hand shall prosper. The same thing with God. They are much blessings. They are much blessings. Sir, you understand what I'm saying? Benjamin, there are much blessings in God's cupboard. Are you able to do the greater works? Are you able to do the greater works? It's just like going for rituals. You go into rituals. In other I want to have money like uh, the Kubanas. And they tell you the, what you want to sacrifice. He said, no, 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 I cannot. He said, oh, no, 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 you cannot get that. Greater works shall you do. Bow your heads, everybody. Greater works. God says, when you are doing greater works for me, ask for anything in my name. So when you see people, somebody so sick, and they are saying, let's call the pastor, let's call the pastor. They are calling the pastor because when the pastor pray, God will answer. Why will God answer the pastor and not answer you? Because the pastor has been doing greater works. <laughs> he has been doing greater works. You, apart from just coming to choir, nothing else. You don't do any other thing. Winning of souls, you don't win. Have you given your whole salary for church work before? So there are people that call God, and God says, Michael, who's calling? They say, Benjamin. He says, what does he want? He's asking you to do something. Let's, let's, leave. Let's, let's pay attention to important people. Check other calls. They now check. Who is that? He said, Bright Day. Bright Day. He has done great work, but he has not done greater work. Let's leave him. Let's look for other ones. Who else is calling? Now say, Pastor, see They say, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is he saying? What does he say is his problem? See, he wants to marry at 22. Say, give him, give him the wife. Give him the wife. Greater work shall he do. This is your prayer point. God, give me the strength to do greater works for you. Give me the strength. Give me the power to do greater works. Give me the anointing for greater works. It's an important prayer point. Don't work for the devil. The devil does not have reward for you. Don't work for Satan. He doesn't have any reward for you. Work for he that has reward for you. Greater works shall you do. Greater works. And he says, and ask. And he says, whatsoever thing you ask in my name, I will do it. I'll do it for you. I'll do it. Have you seen some people have miracles that it looks like they don't deserve? You don't look at the way I said, ah, this guy does not deserve this kind of thing. Somebody saw me and said, ah, you are so lucky. You don't even deserve this kind of church. You are so, so lucky. Greater works makes you receive things that looks like it's bigger than you. Greater works. Greater works. Are you praying? Lord, give me that. Give me the heart to do greater works for you. Hearts to do greater works. The hearts to do greater works. The spirit to do greater works. Until I do greater works. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. Father, we receive the anointing to do greater work for your church, for your kingdom. We receive the anointing for greater works. Anointing for greater works, Lord. We receive the anointing for greater works. We receive the anointing for greater works. Give us a big heart for you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus.